When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. Tuesday morning, maybe not where you're listening. Maybe it's not Tuesday morning. Maybe you're listening in Vegas. still Monday. But good morning if you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Heels will be along from 6am Queensland time. Or if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you. Or listening belatedly, of course, on the podcast, anything you miss on the program. Yesterday's interview with Ricky Ponting, plenty of people downloaded that. You can get us on your your favourite podcast uh, platform. We can compare storms today. Greg Alexander, as I welcome you this morning. Um, Good morning, uh, Andrew. You did say you did say you are sick of uh, sick of summer, the hot weather. Then you got to be sick of the storms. I mean, what mm. what's doing on the Gee, storm one front? Ripped. Yeah, one ripped through last night. I woke up. Would have been one. One o'clock this morning. The the rain was that hard on the windows. And I I know we had storms yesterday. I was in town yesterday and. Uh, so got, I was actually in Bondi yesterday, Vossi, and uh, Bondi got drenched. Bondi got drenched through the uh, through just after lunch time yesterday. Storms, uh, lightning. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm I'm a little bit over. I, I don't mind a bit of rain, but I don't mind. Oh no, I don't mind a bit of rain, but the. Yeah. Uh, I, I do know that um, my Fox League colleagues are filming for the fan yesterday. They're at Cronulla. I'm actually off to the St. George Illawarra Dragons today, Brandy. But uh, yesterday they were at Cronulla, and wherever they park their car opposite the ground, when they mm. returned to the cars, the water was up to the door. The flash really? flooding. Yes, yes. So um, I hope Lara okay, can wear so, her best shoes. And the, the sudden storm did, uh, it impacted Taylor Swift too, apparently. Well, if you read the Sydney Morning Herald, that is an amazing piece of uh, journalism there. The Sydney Morning Herald lead story manages to get a Taylor Swift reference. A sudden storm has swept through the East Coast as Taylor Swift's jet prepared to land in Sydney. She got delayed, though, mind you. Mm. Well, yes, yes. Going on how uh, how it was yesterday afternoon, but last night it was uh, last night was uh, was pretty big. Certainly in my neck of the woods. I don't know how you went in the Highlands, but uh, you were in the Highlands last night. I saw a photo. You posted it. Obviously, you you're at a gin bar. So I've 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 had a couple of little you know stories, non-alcoholic alcoholic stories, uh, new drinks, spicy yep. margaritas, non-alcoholic spirits, which I still we we didn't have any yep. like. I, I, I can't get my head around non-alcoholic spirits. I don't know why they're made. But anyway. Okay. Still, um, this is our Monday segment, the alcohol. How was segment, the gin anyway. bar? Well, you, the you gin were, bar was good. You the were slurping back on the gin and, gin and tonics. 
bear at a hotel in uh, Barrow. It's got a little gin bar, but it was also to eat the meal. It was at the actual dinner table that they brought the gin from the gin bar. So it was just uh, repaying a favour. Um, you know, our friends had hosted us previously, and, and then it was our turn to pay. So okay. Yeah, seriously, with the football season, um, uh, asked them and said, oh, so when are you available next? And I said, oh, well... November? Oh, oh yeah, November. <laughs> and I said, better do it this week. Better do it this week or uh, then it gets a little bit hectic. So that was very pleasant. I must say, I'm going to throw a question at you. And mm, you right now on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, play um, PR man, if you will, or PR woman, mm. if you will. When the Joseph Swalihi uh, story was floating about, and we were talking about it every day and it would come up on text lines, the rugby union people, and Eddie may have been driving this, um, said, you know, the publicity this is worth. I've even forgotten the chairman's name now. What was the chairman? Hamish. Hamish, that's it. Hamish said, well, what about the publicity we're getting? It's worth millions of dollars. Like, because people are talking about Swalihi, this is, is, you know, publicity Mm. you can't buy. Rugby's in the news. Okay. So on that scale, let's say that was worth millions, so, you know, three, four million. How much publicity is Vegas worth to the NRL? Like, how many articles have been written on Vegas? Weekend papers, exposés, every day, mm-hmm. social media, um, people pull you up on the street. The Vegas I th- I think... venture, has there been anything more spoken about than the Vegas venture in the history of rugby league for an event? There might not have been. There, but... I, don't know whether, I don't know whether a grand final gets as much right up. Well, I think has. it does, but yes. But, but you're right. And the good barometer is uh, when you're walking the streets, Vossi. How many how many times have you been asked you're going to Vegas? Like everywhere. Over the summer. Everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Everywhere. So that's a good barometer. So uh, the Joseph Swali'i um, <clears throat> impact on rugby, yep. So let's say 10 million. Well, you'd have to say 100 million. Yeah. Well, Joseph Swali'i's story now is spare publicity. change, isn't it? It's, it's spare yep. change. Um, so, you know, I can only think it's going to be resounding success. My, my, I must say, if you've, if you've got any hesitation or, you know, doubts, the one thing is the field, is the field size. Now, Brandy, you are the football analyst. Have you really had a good think about the narrowing of the field? Six metres in width lost. Yeah. What impact that's going to have on the quality of play that defender. we see. Also, it's, yeah. it's more than a. It's more than one defender. So, um, and not teams don't always spread from sideline to sideline, do they? Like defensive no. lines don't go from sideline to sideline. Uh, but I heard Jason Demetrio talking on it yesterday when South flew out, and he said we didn't think it'd be much of a a difference until we marked out a field to the width of what we're playing yeah, right. on, and then we realised that it will have an impact. That's what he said. So, right. and, and I've been saying it right from the, right from mm. the get-go. A narrower field uh, will be tough for the sides. It'll, it'll make it more di- much more difficult. So it'll the just... product the product <laughs> is impacted. So well, do you say maybe. to the referees, mm. do yeah, you well, say to the referees, in the full knowledge, so with the teams with the full knowledge, keep them back 13 metres, keep them back, you know. Make it a big one off. Yeah, a big 10. Yeah, 12, 13. Or do you not tell them that you're going to do that? Just do it. I, yeah. I, then yeah, then I if you're told, I suppose if you're told in advance, it probably going to be a lot of dummy half running. Mm. So we'll, but how best do you show the product? That Everything else, I think, is falling into place yeah. for, for a fantastic event. 
can't believe because it's just yeah, we got to They did say, they did say that Allegiant Stadium is narrower than a lot of other NFL stadiums. So sometimes when you see, you know, you're watching an NFL game and you go, well, there's plenty of room on the sideline there. Like mm. you, there's plenty of room. There's plenty of people on sidelines, both sidelines. They can stretch it out. I'm, yeah, 63 metres, if, if in fact it gets to 63 metres wide, um, will be a, a bit of an issue. All right. Have you say on Vegas if you've got a few little doubts? Um, you know, you, you, you led your column, your positives and negatives. If you're starting to get focused on it, um, what's your thoughts? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, And you can get on the text line as well. Yeah, but then it is the same for both sides. So, uh, now, Des Hasler, you, you, this is a... a perfect example of you don't know what you've got until it's gone and Desi we missed Desi last year and I, did. I didn't realise how much until I heard this little bit of audio from uh, Brisbane Channel 9 before the weekend's games uh, more than likely and on that note we're finished thank you very much yes, cheers good on you finished? yeah no we're finished I'm done right. <laughs> that's enough <laughs> <laughs> press conference yeah, <laughs> he le- he just he's left done. them hanging. They don't, Des, we, we've only just started. Yep, I've had enough. He's, That's it. Yeah, he's had enough. Yeah, for See Des. Des, Good yeah, stuff. Getting back shots. Des, the fingers through the hair, the mane. Yep. It's incredible hair. That uh, he's got. Okay. Uh, yesterday we spoke about, uh, well, the now famous equestrian um, Shane Rose, the Olympian, mm. three-time Olympian, uh, which we didn't know until yesterday, until no, we started no, talking about him, the man Put, put the sport, put him on the map. Yep. Uh, well, you know, if, if rugby are going to get their, their pound of flesh out of Joseph Swali, equestrian, go to, go to town. Shane Rose, you, you're everywhere. People know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's been cleared. Right. It's all good. It's all finished. Imagine that inquiry. So we had someone, one person, I, I would suggest, complain. So they said they were going to hold an inquiry, and uh, it's over. It's finished. But uh, I'd out the person who complained. I'd out them. Well, that's I'd right. Them. They should. I'd, uh, should out them. That's okay. If we've, we've got some Shane. You're we have got some Shane Rose. We're going to hear we, from him. Let's do it. Let's put this whole story to bed. Here we go. I didn't hear anyone uh, say anything negative, but um, unfortunately somebody took offence. A lot of the, my friends are there, and they're all laughing. Oh, my God. If I've overstepped the mark, I'm sorry for that. that uh, I didn't mean to offend anyone. <laughs> What's that? I don't even know what that means. If I overstepped the mark, it was fancy dress, and he wore a mankini on the back of a horse. It's funny. Um, but uh, but a question, Australia. Have a good look at yourself. Go in the room of mirrors today and have a look at yourself at how you deal with one complaint. Like, seriously, mm. it should have just been, thank you for your complaint. We'll take that on board. Um, goodbye. Go away. It should, have, it should have never made the paper. It should, well, no. It, nothing, nothing. It just should have just been wiped. Bang. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Mm. Hope you enjoyed his, the day. His photo should have popped up in Woman's Day or New Idea and said, look, you know, this this was this was really in bad taste. Um, yeah. But certainly no inquiry and certainly, you know, hanging over his head, as reported in the yeah. the media, he could miss the Olympics. Because yeah, amazing, of like amazing, amazing, amazing. And you question Australia having to, you know, these people that have never been mentioned in the press before. And Darren Gosher, I think, was we established was the chief executive. I mean, what does he do? How busy is his job? But suddenly mm. his phone was ringing off the hook. Well, he should have 
They should have just dealt with it. Anyway, we move on from that. I think Jimmy Smith had the right policy yesterday. He was sick of it by the time he came on here on SEN. He said tried to make it a mankini for his own, so to speak. So Fair enough. So we're, we're probably finished there. What about the back page of The Telegraph today? Now, love to hear from you if you have had a heart scare. Don't want to – I just think it is something we need to talk about out in the open. Uh, 1-300-01-1170. Tell us your own experience of – Everything is sweet. You don't know anything is wrong. And then one day, bam, you've, you've had this problem. You've found out. Because that's the story that Mark Bosnich, Bosser, is telling today, saying along the way, attributing part of the fact being saved to Robbie Slater. Now, they've been feuding, if you will, or no talkies for quite some time. But when they saw each other the other week, Bosser was having, um, he was having, what was it, chest pains below the throat. Mm. Burning pain or pain and end up quite serious. Could have been... Could have been brown bread. I, I think a lot of people. Bosser. Yeah, a lot of people think that it's heartburn. So when heartburn can be misdiagnosed as heart problems. Um, mm. So Boz are obviously uh, going through that. But uh, yeah, well, there, there's plenty of there's plenty of stories because most people don't know. Most people don't get tested. Most people don't just and don't. So, uh, lots of people out there, Vossi, don't realise that they have um, genetic heart problems. Mm. You know, and and that is that's the that's the biggest risk when, you know, bad hearts are passed on from your parents. Yeah, you right. don't know. Well, let's talk about this this morning because it might it, by you sharing your story on our open line or text line this morning, you may potentially save the life of another listener. We're all a family here that they hear that and and think, gee, I had those symptoms and sort of dismiss them. Uh, so share your story this morning, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. in light of the story around Bozza, Mark Bosnich, that thankfully he's still out there laughing and getting on with life because uh, things could have been a little grim. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. serious topic, but obviously with happy endings if you're uh, going to be telling the story on air today. But if you can help another listener, that would be fantastic. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, just a little bit of sport. We've got uh, EPL game this morning kicking off at 7. We've got Everton taking on Crystal Palace. It's 16th playing 18th. Mm. Uh, yesterday, Vossi watched the golf after we went off air. Hideki Matsuyama um, started the day six behind the leaders. Shot the lowest oh, closing round. 62. Incredible. Some of the shots late in his round. Unbelievable. So Matsuyama... Uh, won by a couple of shots. Jason Day looked like he was going to make a run before the final round got underway, but that didn't eventuate. But he was the highest finisher out of the Australians. Uh, Adam Scott a bit further behind him. Cam Davis, we spoke yeah. about him at the back that end of bus, this. That bus yes. crash. Second, third and fourth rounds um, over par. Uh, we are here for Brydon's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brydon's Lawyers. Remember, this show is all about you call us on 1300 01 1170. You know it's early up there in Queensland, but hop on the phone. The open line is all yours, and we have lines available right now. We'll be back in just a moment with all your calls and texts right here on SEN, the home of sport. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. The chance of more storms across Sydney today. Big ones swept through uh, the, the Sydney yesterday, heading for 26 in the city and west. So eh, 26, not too bad, not too hot. Vossi, good morning if you're in Brisbane with us for another half an hour before Patton Hills will be along. Showers up there today as well, top of 29. We're here for Bryden's lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. 
contact Bryden's lawyers. And lesson learned yesterday again. Um, you know, if lightning's about, don't don't be complacent. Get indoors rather than standing out under a tree waiting for things to pass. I mean, people, what was it? The four people, the yep. lightning strike. It burnt them. It, they mm. weren't electrocuted. They were burnt uh, by the strike. I mean, lightning can just hit the ground. The lightning bolts can scorch the earth. So, um, if best you can to get, get inside. inside. Yep. Don't get complacent. Uh, morning, boys. Any chance of getting Andy Pascalides on to chat about Heart of Football Organisation promoting heart health in sport? Reckon it would be helpful to the listeners of SEN. Keep up the top work. KY2. Andy, yeah, he's been a great driver of that because Andy's said, like, you know, it, yes, at professional level, you've got all the facilities there, but all the social competitions and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, dare I say, people who are past it that are playing you know at an older age playing social football on the weekend what medical facilities are there when unfortunately people have episodes yeah um, so Andy's been a driver of that to so to make sure community sports grounds have some sort of facilities yes yep. yes to, well, that's um, what they need isn't it to help in, in that um, in that uh, moment um, morning boys the rat catcher here good to hear from the rat catcher Brandy Yep. Uh, non-alcoholic spirits are up there with the bait and tackle bouncing on horseback. Sickening. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you. Can't move on from the mankini just yet. Uh, no, and we do have one about the mankini. I'm tra- Big G says, Fossium, interested in finding out how the family pet is going. Did you try feeding him something different? Still no food. Mm. No. And also, did you watch the first episode of Undisputed? If so, thoughts. Mm. Have so you watched Undisputed? No, but Philip the Axolotl in the Voss household has now gone, he's into his fourth week without food. He's on a hunger strike. Wow. How's he going? Well, that's it. Very skinny. (laughs) Not doing much, but he's still with us. And what is it? A what? An axolotl. axolotl. A a Mexican walking fish. You know, they walk around. Right. Cool little things. So are they in water or Mexican? Yeah, um, they come out? They don't come onto land. No, the, the Mexican walking fish, no. He just walks underwater. Uh, but there you go. Uh, news just coming through, too, as we break away from the text of a police operation northbound on the Harbour Bridge. Uh, so this story is just happening. Unclear at this stage what's happening, but you can expect delays, as you can understand, if you're heading north over the Harbour Bridge. So that's out of the city. Police operation there. Heading towards SEN. If you're rushing over to get an autograph, maybe of Dan. Dan, any autographs, anyone? Oh, Dan. Uh, so, so Lieutenant Dan is back to work this morning. Yeah, um, good, good. Remember good we spoke update. about yesterday. Had, had to have yep. the day off because uh, the lounge was getting delivered. Dan, how did the Come. lounge... How, how is it? Well, it's good. Thank you for asking and thank you for the concern. No, very good. All, almost didn't get into the house, though, which is very, very bad, but did get there in the end. Thank right. you for asking, okay. though. No, that's all right. And they, they obviously turned up early in the morning. Yes, they were there. Start. Yes, uh, they were there at 8.30, actually. Iron Bronco good. said, how's the new couch, Lieutenant Dan? It's good. It's good. Very long. Waited until, since October for it. So it's been a long wait, but it has now wow. arrived. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's Worth the wait. Worth the wait. Uh, yeah. The Iron Bronco does go on to say, surely the kicking will be affected by narrowing of the field. Even with the top kickers like DCE and Adam Reynolds, I'd be very surprised to see any 40-20s the whole weekend. A lot of kicking out in the full. Field's a little shorter too, um, just quietly. It's, uh, f- I think, four metres shorter as well. 
So that that's so the re- before though across England that's happened yeah. just about every ground you play it in the UK. They yeah, uh, normally yeah. they they shorten the gap between uh, the you know the twenty and the thirty. Try line the twenty. Yeah, that just sort of gets mm. it's just just a little space, <laughs> seven meters or something there. But yeah. that's how they uh, that's how they deal with it. If Joe brings so much money to Union, why are they still broke? Um, the Logan Warrior, you ask that question. Yeah, that that would be because it's not actually physical cash. No. It's just a notional value put on the publicity. What does that publicity generate? If you were to pay for that newspaper space, what would it cost you? Well, I'm saying Vegas. What would it cost Rugby League to get so much coverage of its sport? And you put the figure, Harry. Uh, uh, Brandy, <laughs> Harry Alexander. You yeah. put the figure on it. I've got um, a cousin, Harry. Well, that'll do for the morning, yeah. Harry Alexander. You put a hundred million on it. You're probably right. Thanks. You're bro. probably right. Hundred million. Yeah. That's what they. Hundred million. No more. 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 Than more. Yeah. More. Oh, yeah, Full more. page spread. Uh, the Pearl says, "Boys, I've got friends in San Francisco, Reno, and New York. Um, New York State. All sports, but not league fans. Yes, they call it rugby, but." Uh, all have heard about the games in Vegas and not from me. So publicity is good. Yeah, school of thought is you've got to really push. And, and Jimmy had an interview yesterday. I can't remember the name of the guest, but saying that you know, NRL is probably what they should push. They're coming here to play is. NRL. In of America, course. they play, you know, exactly. NFL, NHL. Yes. Major League Baseball, MLB, yeah. NBA. Because once they call it rugby, good luck yep. trying to explain to them that there's a different type <laughs> yes. of rugby. Forget it. Yep. NRL should have been the the catch cry. NRL, the NRL come and watch the NRL. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. thank you for that. Apparently the marketing push over there is, is basically starting today as far as I'm aware. I think 10 days. It's a 10-day marketing push in Vegas and to the locals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't done much marketing. Or, and so push for ticket sales. See what traction that gets. That they've got a sporting event, a, you know, brush you two on that night, or Christine Aguilera, or David Copperfield, and come along and watch NRL rugby, yep. rugby league, mm-hmm. at Allegiant Stadium, the Super Bowl Stadium. I think it's a great help that the Super Bowl venue is the venue for the games. I think they can trade off that a little bit as well. Uh, this is breakfast with Vossie and Brandy after the six thirty news. We're talking about this bloke who got caught. Keying cars, allegedly keying cars. He's been charged, had his day in court yesterday for his first court appearance. What sort of punishment should he get? Let's throw it open to the court of the breakfast with Vossie and Brandy family. I'm sure they'll come up with something decent. We will hand down the punishment to someone who keys cars. You can also have your say on the Edgewater Homes text line, Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund. This is a great deal. Up to 1500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. That text number 0457 736-736. News up next. 5.30 if you're in Brisbane. Tuesday morning out of uh, the home of sport in Sydney. SEN 11.70am. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia together. Some of the sports stories of the morning. Uh, one we haven't spoken about, Vossi. The NRL given the bunker the power to step in and rule on any field goals this season with a stricter position to be taken on kick blockers. There was a penalty on Saturday afternoon in the Roosters-Manly game. Nathan yep. Brown stood next to the, the play the ball, basically. Um, and if what happened in that game is what's going to transpire for the rest of the season, forget 
anyone standing near the play the ball. Mm. They'll, you'll right. just be penalised. because It doesn't have to be any touch, does it? It doesn't have to be any contact. It's if a player has to deviate on their run, that's obstruction. Correct? Well, he didn't have to deviate, but that's that was the rule. If if the if the the blocker impedes the chaser's direct line to the kicker, he will be penalised. Now Nathan Brown didn't do that; but he got penalised anyway. So I'm saying, get out of there, get out well, of get out of Dodge, get out of town, <laughs> get out of Dodge. I, I say everything comes with a consequence. the 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 problem here is that that moment, that field goal moment, everything's going to have to be checked. Mm. So you're going to have you know match winning moment, golden point winning moment. Yep. You know, Nathan Cleary two point field goal. You know, everything will have to be checked. We will mm. lose that the spontaneity um, of, spontaneity of, 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 of win loss. You have to yeah. check every field goal. You'd have to, mm-hmm. and the so, bunker will determine whether it's fair play. So the the, the bunker can uh, can rule on markers, but the bunker won't rule on the ten meter defending line. So no. They won't rule on that, but they'll rule on Marcus Square. <laughs> There's going to be some problems there. Can of whoop ass, that is. Can of whoop ass has been opened. Uh, they should have that, actually. They should have that as the slogan. Uh, now, the teams have started touching down in Vegas. Um, saw the mm. video. So it's all business class. Uh, so the players, the first ones that went yesterday went uh, Fiji Airways. So they went via Nandy, a few hours in Nandy. So would they be Ooh, there? South. Yeah, they would be there. South? Yeah, yeah that was the deal. The sponsorship okay. deal was done there, I think, the NRL. So, okay, yeah. uh, and we are getting news now about players being ruled out for mm. these weekend's uh, trial matches and also for round one matches. Uh, Josh Schuster won't be going to Vegas. Uh, pulled up sore after uh, the, the calf is... He's had no luck. Calf. He's had a bad. No, he's had a bad no summer. When when no. someone needed a good summer, he's yep. had a bad summer. Was it yep. uh, what 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 measles? Did he have measles early? Oh, he's what? had everything. He, he was trying the house down. Then he, he broke the house down. Fin- then he said chicken pox. Chicken pox. Chicken pox. Broke a finger. Pox. Now the calf. Uh, uh, Perth Wildcats superstar Bryce Cotton. And he is a superstar. Has been named the NBL's MVP. Joining Andrew Gaze as the only player to have won at least four MVPs. Now I have watched Bryce Cotton live. He is sensational. He is the fastest man on court in the NBL. I've never been to an NBA game, so I don't know how the quickest little guy moves around. Because Bryce Cotton's not big. No. He is so quick, Brandy. He is so good yeah. to watch. Why so didn't he make it? Bryce why why didn't he make it in the NBA? I don't know. Well, it must little, be little men can make it. He's yes, brilliant. They can. He's, He's brilliant. fantastic. Uh, the Mankini debate is done. Uh, we've sorted that done. out. Shane Rose was on on last night. We heard a little bit of Shane Rose. Um, it's all over. The the inquiry has been dropped. At the 400 metres, a length and a half floating artist. Here's very elegant. She's coming home. 300 to go. The mighty mare moves up to incentivise and races on by. Then floating artist, Spanish mission. But very elegant at the 150. The darling of the turf has raced clear. Three lengths incentivise. And it's very elegant. Ten group ones. And now the greatest of them all, the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, that was terrible news yesterday coming through. Uh, very elegant passing away in France after complications, giving birth a foal, which was to be her first, also didn't make it. Um, we had James McDonald paying tribute to Very Elegant, uh, speaking to Jared Waitley yesterday. Unbelievable to, to um, receive the news early this morning. Bray gave me a call and um, just doesn't feel real, to be honest with you. I just... Uh, I don't really get 
too emotional, but I actually brought a little tear to my eye at a pretty big soft spot. She arguably gave me the, my greatest day on, on a racetrack in my life. So um, for her to be gone so early, it's, uh, it's, re- it's real, really, really sad. And the circumstances of it too, because all the handlers would have been around at the scene. That would have been incredibly dramatic. Dramatic, yep. And uh, tragic in the end. And what about the, the storms and the rain yesterday? New South Wales saved in the Sheffield Shield. They're eight for 116 against the Vicks at the SCG. Trailing by an innings and 86 runs. They were cooked and bad light and then weather forced a draw and prevents the Vicks going to the top of the table. So there you go. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We'll be back in just a moment right here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM, where you can have your say, if someone is found guilty of keying cars, what should their punishment be? And your punishment that you dish out can be outside the realms of law. So get inventive, come up with something. I've got a few ideas myself. Let us know, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or on the text line. Thanks for making the switch to SEN 1170am, the home of sport in Sydney. The chance of more storms today, top of 26. Good morning if you're in Brisbane, Patton Hills. Uh, we'll be along in 15 minutes. Shower's up there with the top of 29. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Got a text message here from... Uh, Tony of West Nowra, uh, he's not much faith in the judicial system. He says, the lunatic on drugs who stole an Uber then had a fiery crash on the Harbour Bridge and he got a two-year community service order. Then the guy keying, keying cars will probably get rewarded with something to make him feel good too, like a bo- box of chocolates or something. Uh, well, this is the story. So this uh, gentleman, oh, gentleman's wrong, uh, 34-year-old Blacktown man, he was arrested on Sunday night at a shopping centre car park in Schofields. Now, some vision emerged. Now, I wasn't aware of this, but so Tesla cars have little cameras on the side. And it caught vision of this man walking through the car park with some sort of implement. It appeared to be keying cars. So there'd been a spate of these reports. Um, six luxury cars across three Sydney suburbs racking up more than $10,000 in damages. And this man caught on film. So it's all alleged, but... The video evidence is pretty damning. And yes, and when police caught him at the um, car park, he was found with a three-bladed metal multi-tool found in his possession. Hmm. The vision shows him just walking alongside the car. He's got something between his thumb and his forefinger, just holding it. And he just walks along and obviously something doing along the side of the car. Now, he's appeared in court yesterday. Let's have a listen. I'm not... uh saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed, but Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot, I'm walking, I'm a little overweight. What? <laughs> so what? So, <laughs> hang on. So he's, yeah. so he's yeah. a little overweight and he's walking all day, so what, yeah, he's, he's got a angry? Backpack he's, on, <laughs> yes. Yep. Backpack? Yep. Yeah, okay, so again, now paint the picture of the man. Okay, so he's, he's pl- a bit plump, but he's there with a backpack, he's wearing a t-shirt, jeans, and in his, so he's walking along there, the left-hand car, his hand cannot be, is he intimating there that it would have been a total freak of nature that whatever he was holding in his hand came into contact with the side of multiple cars because mm. he's walking a lot and it's hot. Let's have a listen to that grab again. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed, but Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot, I'm walking, I'm a little overweight. 
Hang on. Gets, hang on. Yeah. So he yeah, said, to play the third I'm, not, I'm not saying that I didn't key car, but the circumstances, no. how they became keyed, yeah, well, that's, right. that's a that's mystery. A, unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so what should happen? He deserves more than I thought he was. Yeah. I wanted him to get. If found guilty, correct. So, But, but in broader terms, the crime of keying cars, uh, have you got a punishment? Um, the hedgehogs, interesting. They should be made to pee their pants in public. That's an interesting one. I hadn't thought of that. I've suggested Taylor Square stocks. I think Taylor Square in city, let's go back to medieval times. Let's put the stocks up there. And you can just come along and look at them and, you know, Dad, what's that? Oh, it's like a keys cars. Mm. And they just put them on show. And if you want to throw a tomato or something or whatever, just you can, you know, have a bit of fun with them, I suppose. Yep. Um, this one, that dirty flamingo, I can't use the word that he says, should be keyed by the car's owners. They could actually key him accidentally. Mm. Yeah. As it would. Yeah. In the Middle, the Middle East, 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 he gets his hand cut off. Yeah, he gets his hand cut off. Well, yeah. is that not fair punishment? It's tough. But, <laughs> but it's a tough. But, it's tough. But it was hot. And walking yeah. around all day. Go Let's on. play that grab again, Dan. Just one more time. Right. Just a little rest. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed. But Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot. I'm walking. I'm a little overweight. That's a great defence. That's a hell that of a defence. <laughs> That's his def- And the judge should have said, is that your defence? Idiot. Idiot of the wow. year. Yep. Let's go to the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Brandy. Uh, let's go to... Oh, Rooster Ash is there. G'day, Rooster Ash. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, Good morning. Um, I'm just... Just thinking about um, our boys over in America and... I, I just feel that the game um, will be a bashathon rather than seeing our halves and five eights uh, run them wild and you know like letting our centres run and isn't that mm. what the Americans want to see? Or I mean, there, there will be bash and barge, but I would much prefer if uh, if the sidelines were out and to our requirements and have our our men playing the game we play. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it, 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 it might change the way they play, um, but I, I I don't think it's going to take too much away from it. Uh, Olympic Park was narrow. Olympic Park was three metres, four metres narrow. Yes, yes it was. Really? Yeah, former Melbourne Storm ground. Oh, Olympic um, Park in Melbourne. Yes, sir, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, the old yeah. Olympic Park in Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Rooster Ash, I think they'll, I'll th- yeah. I think they'll overcome the, the the narrow field. Shane of Brisbane's called in as well on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Shane, hey Bossy, hey Harry, uh, hey, hello, uh, boys. Hazza, Shane. Hazza, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> hey boys, just a quick one, and and I guess goes out to both of you. We always say there's not enough talent or A graders um, that fill X amount of size in the comp. When you see the amount of uh, kids that had an opportunity on the weekend to, to play against a lot of established first graders. How many kids do you think just simply don't get an opportunity or just, you know, that are out there that simply, yeah, just, yeah. just never get the opportunity? Then kids have got the opportunity on the weekend. Who are the ones that simply don't get opportunities? I mean, Brandy, you would have seen it over the years. I'm sure they picked guys with the right attitudes, etc. but 
how many genuinely good players are out there that simply don't get an opportunity? I think that's a really good point, Shane, because, you know, some kids don't get... And, and you see, sometimes, you know, when you're looking at watching younger kids, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-olds play, and you think, well, yeah, you, you know, he, he, he might make it. But some kids have the ability to step up, make that step. They mightn't look like they have it. They, they, you know, they mightn't, they mightn't sort of be a standout in what they, they do in their own age group, or, but they just have an innate ability to, once they get there, they, they find their feet very quickly. And I, I think there's, you know, there's probably a number of those players, those young kids that don't get the chance mm. that for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, whether their attitude's not 100% and they, they're a little bit different, they... You know, they do things differently, so they're sort of, you know, shunned. You know, I, I, I think that's a very good point, mate. Good on you, Shane. I, you I have agree. A great, uh, a great Tuesday. Good observation of the weekend uh, matches. Uh, as we go to a break, Pedro has, uh, well, keen to share some wisdom with us. He says, <clears throat> he coughed and cleared his throat. I used to key cars but lost a few kilos and have since stopped. So thank you, Pedro, for sharing that message with us. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're back in just a moment. Walk down memory lane. Plenty of text, plenty of calls on a big Tuesday here on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Here's Aloisi for a place in the you World Cup. For us. Yeah! On Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on this day. Yes, it's the 20th of Feb 2024 on this day. Listen to this one. In 2016, a four-inch lock of John Lennon's hair sells for $35,000 at auction in Texas. Well, wow. What about that? Teeth. <laughs> um, on this day in 1988, Kylie Minogue topped the UK singles charts with this single. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Is that locomotion? No, that's not locomotion. That's something else. It's been 17 weeks at the top, so I don't even know the name of it. No. Can you help me with the name, Dan? Someone else contributed to this segment? Dan, I don't know the name Ch- of the song. Uh, I shall be, be so good. lucky. Oh, I should oh, be so yeah. lucky. Yeah. That's I was right. going to say, Charlie Goodsirkin. Yeah, pipe in with the answer to that. He's done nothing yeah. this morning. Yeah. Uh, Dully Cherry Evans. Happy birthday, DCE. 35 today, born in 1989. 305 games for the Seagulls. 22 for Queensland. 21 for Australia. What a career. You got what a player DCE of the fossil in action. Dan, let's do it. Let's do it. Here's Tolu Kola. He's got some moves. Real dance moves. Cherry Evans. He's the only maroon and white jersey. He steps the fullback. Daly Cherry Evans has produced a run to score. And he's still running. He's run 50 with the ball. He's run 20 to celebrate. Works began on this day in 1913 to make Canberra Australia's capital. On this mm. day. Yeah. An inquest into the disappearance of Azaria Chamberlain finds that she was taken by a dingo. There wasn't time to go and tell people. I just yelled out, has anyone got a torch? The dingo's got my baby. Uh, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana fame. He was born on this day as well. That all happened on this day. That was 1967. He passed away in 1994. His songs included something that we'll probably play in Vossioki today. Might have been a Nirvana to river you up before 8 o'clock this morning. Sounds good. Queensland listeners, uh, get ready for Pat and Eels. For everyone else, stay with us. Michael Cariana's coming up with some big sports issues. And Lee had you pet and tell us later in the show right here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM.